Hello bestie, it's Jean, your bestie on this podcast. Welcome to Cat on Record. Let's grab a good cup of coffee or bubble tea and let's have a heart-to-heart about your mental health. Today, I want to introduce a very special guest, our newfound bestie for today, Joelle. Hi, Joelle. Hi. Hi, Jean. Uh, I'm having Koi, kindly sponsored by Jean and Friends. Like, my favourite drink is hazelnut milk tea. Um, 25% sugar. Is it really? No pearls. Yeah. Oh my god, that's the same yeah, as me. Okay, that's my self-intro. Hazelnut is amazing. Mm. Oh yeah, okay, well, on my actual self-intro, I'm Joel. I am a year two student and I stay in Cat. Uh, stay in Dragon, actually. And I happen to study computer science. How has your life been like in comm science? I think it's pretty okay. Like, okay, I, I mean, most people are like, wow, shit, comm science, I cannot code, yeah, but... I think it's been, like, it's been tough, but I also kind of enjoy it, so, yeah, I think I've been coping well. Like, I'm glad that I'm studying something that I enjoy doing. You know, like, I'm also from computing, and a lot of my friends say that um, you can only have two out of three things, grades, social life, and sleep. What do you think about this? Okay, I've, I think I mentioned this in one of my videos before, but, yeah, I I felt it was true, um, but... I think recently I've been balancing it a lot better. I mean, okay, last time what did I prioritise? Like, I prioritised grades and social life, so I barely slept. Like, I think it was quite common for people to see me at like 7am going down to top breakfast, and then they're like, oh, you woke up already? Yeah? But it's actually just me, like, I haven't slept yet. I'm going to sleep now. But nowadays, I think I, I balance out the three quite well. I've learned to put less emphasis on grades and more emphasis on, firstly, sleep, like, I think I sleep minimum seven hours a day now, which is a good thing. And also, yeah, I like socialize a bit less. Like I don't go around as much with talking to everyone in the in the house. I just like prioritize, you know, talking to people that I want to have a convo with. And that's I think that's how I manage to balance the tree. Could you share like a little bit about grades? Cause because I feel like currently I'm in year one. I do place a lot of emphasis on, oh, I need to get a good GPA. It has to be like 4.0 and above. How do, how do, I, how do you manage to um, maybe stress less about grades? I think because, um, so I've applied to like a couple of jobs and I've come to realise that actually grades don't really matter. Like as much as, oh, you know, you, you think employers care about your grades. I guess, I mean, if you really want to go into that convo, like, I think only two, only like the civil service or more traditional companies really cares about your grades. But like more than that, I think companies are interested in knowing about you, uh, like what kind of person you are, whether you are someone who, you know, pursues their interests, you're someone who's driven. And I think that's more important than grades. So I think that's what I also tried to build for myself. Like rather than obsessing over getting A's for every mod, I'm... I focus a lot more on like, how do I improve myself like as a person or maybe pursue some of my interests that I always wanted to do. And I've, I realized, you know, in some of my interviews, like people are impressed that that's not, that's not all to me, you know, my, my grades are not everything and I pursue like all my other interests outside of grades. Yeah, so I think that has worked out well, not only for my emotions, because now I am free to do, I feel a lot more free to do whatever I want. But also that I think, you know, it has actually helped me out in some interviews. So that's how I learned to like shake the grids because, yeah, ultimately it's not really that important. What are the things that you are pursuing now for your 
growth? Okay, that I think firstly I'm okay. I've always like I know YouTube is less of a thing now. Like my videos are like I upload less, even though I say it's I upload weekly on my channel. But uh, that was YouTube was a big part of uh, something that I wanted to pursue. Mm. And another thing is, so last semester, last semester I was like very stressed about code, some coding assignments. Then I decided like, okay, you know what? I'm just going to go down and play the piano because <laughs> like, I want, really wanted to play some musical instrument. So then I decided I wanted to learn drums, right? And then like, so now I'm actually learning drums. Outside of that, uh, I know it sounds a bit nerdy, but I kind of like making websites. <laughs> so like UI development, UI design, and front-end development. So that's what I've been doing for fun, actually. Has yeah. that been keeping you inspired? You sound very inspired by everything yeah, that yeah. you've been doing. Yeah, I only do... I mean, my philosophy is that I will only do things that I enjoy doing. So, yeah, that has been keeping me inspired. How do you find the time to do all the things that you want to try out and do? Um, yeah, so if you keep... I think if you manage to keep the triangle a perfect triangle, I think it's actually quite possible. Like, I mean, do f- still focus on your assignments, but focus less on like stressing about whether you did it completely up to standard or like, you know. I think plan your days and set aside time in every day to do something that you want to do. So like, uh, for example, during recess week, I will set like an entire day where I'm not doing work and make sure you commit to it. Like, if you go into that day with the idea of like, oh shit, there's this assignment at the back of my head that I need to do, then that doesn't work. Like, you need to actually push everything aside and just, like, focus on yourself for that day. Then I think, yeah, then you can do a lot of things that, like, make you happy. I think I highly, like, relate to that because um, what I do is that I try to block out some of my days in my calendar where, you know, I actually just go out and have some fun and don't think about, like, the coding assignments that (laughs) I have in mind. So I just had that um, yesterday where I had a solo date on the beach by myself. So I think that was pretty interesting. Wow, that's so cool. Eh. Where, which beach do you go to? Uh, Sentosa, Palawan, Palawan Beach. Oh, yeah. at, like in the day? Uh. Yeah. Actually, it's so relaxing, you know. There's yeah. nobody there and you can just like vibe. Yeah, mm. correct, correct. Yeah. So what does a typical like self-care day for you look like? I actually don't think I have particular self-care days. I have self-care moments within each day. Uh, some Some of it would be like if I'm doing my coding assignment, then I will just go down and play the piano. That's one of my biggest self-care moments from last semester. Another one is uh, maybe at the end of the day, you know, after working on stuff, then I will just edit a vlog. Because I feel like that's vlogs are like what allows me to kind of relieve my memories. And I think that's a good part of, you know, uh, keeping me grounded and like reminding me that there's a lot more to life. Because I rewatched the moments that, you know, I was having fun, it reminds me that there's a lot more to life. La. I like the element of reflection, like when you are watching back your YouTube videos as well as editing it. So I did a little bit of research, research aka watch, watch uh. Joel's YouTube <laughs> channel. So obviously, um, I came across some of your videos and it was really entertaining to see that, that house spirit that you had, right? And you mentioned that right now, you don't really hang out with a lot of your friends. Um... Is it the same from year one to year two? I think it was very different because in year one, I entered camp with a lot more excitement to like meet a lot of new people. Like, oh, I need to make so many friends in uni, you know. And so I think as I transitioned to year two, that kind of faded away and I became a bit more like 
um, the large groups every day was very tiring for me. Mm. So I just didn't have the energy to kind of go into the lounge every day where, you know, it was always crowded. Yeah. And I think I started like staying in my room more. That's not to say that I was antisocial, but I just stuck to people that I was comfortable with. I think people that I can be silent with are the best kind of people. Comfortable in silence. Right. Yeah. 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 You like to be alone, but not by yourself. Wow, that's deep. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Mm, have you Lost ever it. like struggled with loneliness? Yeah, I think I've struggled with it many times because sometimes, you know, I'm alone in my room and there's like a lot of commotion going outside my room, right? Then there's, I can't help but feel this feeling of why am I not part of that group? Yeah. Or why am I not being included? Mm. And I think that is the reason that like loneliness is very amplifying cat. And personally, I know a lot of people who struggle with this as well. Like they, they know they're not, you're not actually alone, but you do feel lonely because there's, not, there's so many things going on, there's so many people around you, but you're not connecting with these people and I think that's when you can get kind of lonely in Cap actually. I think I feel the same because I always open my door um, in my corridor, but because it's, such a, it's, a corridor, it's a corridor room, right? So I can hear everybody else's conversation. So I'm trying to work on my like, CS2030, I'm like, oh my god, I want to hang out with them, but I cannot, my code is not running. <laughs> yeah, oh my gosh. Yeah, I think I relate to the corridor one also. Where like, you know, sometimes you feel like there's footsteps coming, then you're yes. like, oh, someone's coming to find me, then after that, the person go to the toilet. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I get so excited. Like, oh my God, somebody's coming to see me. Like, yes, save me from this disaster. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think the feeling of being a, like FOMO, um, I feel that a lot, even though that, even though I feel that, okay, I love to be alone, but I don't want to be by right. myself. You know, I want to be sound, surrounded by noise, but... I also want to be part of the noise sometimes. Correct, correct. And I feel like there's also this resistance to, like there's this reluctance in me to join it in because I don't know whether, I don't know, these people, do they want me there? Yes, exactly. Like, am I really close enough to them to be a part of that? You know, so. Like, am I your bestie yet? Yeah, okay. Okay, fine. Call me bestie then. (laughs) Yeah. So how are you coping with FOMO now? I think I'm coping a lot better because now I'm, know what I want to take out of CAP. So in year two, I focus a lot more on um, who, what am I going to take away after these two years? And, you know, the, the leaving CAP sentiment really hit me. Uh, and I was like, okay, I'm going to focus my energy on doing things that I enjoy in CAP um, and building connections with the people that are important to me. And so that takes away a lot of the FOMO because these connections are not like part of a huge group in the lounge. It's more like individual connections, um, getting to know people on a personal level, so there isn't an element of, I don't feel the element of FOMO anymore. What I focus my social energy on is more targeted and like, ah. okay, not that targeted lah. I'm more strategic with what I spend my social energy on and not like, you know. You want to invest in the relationships that invest in you. Correct. Correct. Wow. That's, That's so well said. Yeah. yeah. Mm, I think, yeah, I, I definitely agree. Um, year one Sam, one Jean was very much for more like like you said like have to be in the lounge i have to know what is everybody up to but yeah uh, i think in sam too i started to spend more time alone that's why i picked up skating um every time that i'm stressed or that i need a breather from everybody i'll just go and skate around utah a bit right if i want i can go and grab supper like those are the pockets of time that i have for myself for me you know i want to invest in myself 
because that's most important. Right. right. Yeah, I think I relate to that a lot so because in CAP it's very easy to get lost in uh, the daily grind, you know, like, like you know when you enter CAP on Monday and then it's suddenly Friday, like the week just flies yes, because yes. CAP is such a routine, every day feels the same, there's no difference between like a Monday or a Friday because you're just like, oh, let me log on to Zoom, let me go tapau DH, right? So um, it's very easy to for time to fly in CAP and then soon you realise, oh, it's ending. I think if you focus more on yourself, like, what you mentioned is good, like we should try to build a life outside of CAP and what I mean by that is doing things that you would enjoy or doing things that you would do, you know, maybe if you weren't living in CAP. Or also maintaining your connections outside of CAP because I think that's something that's easy to lose sight of when you're like surrounded by so many people every day. Like remember, you know. You have friends outside. Yeah, you have friends outside. And yeah, I think those are really important. So focusing on your own life rather than like the cap life. Mm. Yeah, I think I try to make it a point to like see my um, girlfriends maybe once every like six months. Six months. <laughs> <laughs> once every like three months or six months, like go to a nice cute cafe, like order some um, expensive drinks and just share about our entire like three to six months. I think that is really important like what you said to invest in um, relationships outside outside of care how do you think like on like the topic of like friendships and you know opening up to people um how do you be vulnerable with others so i think there's a lot of resistance to being vulnerable because people feel like they don't want to be a burden to others so vulnerability is a big part of like every year's cap support campaign like there's always something to do with vulnerability yeah so my personal experience with vulnerability was um Previously, I was someone who would keep my things to myself. Like, I don't go and share my emotions with a lot of people. Um, I tend to deal with it on my own in my room. But what I've come to realize is um, that was actually very unhealthy. Because firstly, dealing with it yourself is not going to help because it tends to lead to like a spiral in your room, right? Like, there's no one to save you out from it except yourself. So if you don't recognize that you are spiraling, like your thoughts will just, you know, go on. And it tends, you tend to come out worse or at least I felt like I came out worse when I was alone in my room. So after a while, I actually realized that, um, you know, I had some really nice friends who like come and approach me and ask me how I'm doing. And that's when I realized actually it's not always burdensome to share your emotions with them. Like sometimes it actually makes people happier that you're open to share because like vulnerability is when you truly connect with people. So I think I became a lot more comfortable with like sharing my thoughts and my emotions with people and being honest with them. Yeah, then slowly I became more comfortable with vulnerability. I think that's the same for me. Um, I realized that I need people, you know. My coping mechanism is always, okay, let's sit on this, um, listen to a good, like, Taylor Swift or Adele playlist. <laughs> <laughs> like, the 15-4 views are amazing. You can just, like, look out. And my friends know me for this. Like, I'll just sit on my bed, like, look, uh, look out at the like the view and then just play Taylor Swift in the background and then sit in my feelings. But I realized that, oh, um, this is not super healthy because while I acknowledge that these are the feelings that I have and I'm being vulnerable with myself, um, I do need people to be like, oh, let's just go and get supper. Like you're not feeling it. Um, let's, let's go and skate, like to get you out of your feels. And I do think that, hmm, I guess 
like what you said, vulnerability does connect. And so I did, in my year one, that was something that um, I tried more of, which is to be more vulnerable with people, right? To, to, to not be such a tough cookie all the time. Yeah, I think that's definitely something that um, I'm really grateful for. And Saturn sisters, if you're watching, if you're hearing this right now, I love you so much. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think um, if you're listening to this, and you are dealing with a lot yourself right now, I think like it's okay to reach out to someone. You should reach out to someone that you're comfortable with, someone that you know you can trust. And like, trust me, they will be okay with listening to you. So if you're feeling like you don't want to be a burden, you know, you're not. Like Reaching out to them is not being a burden, and it'll probably make them happier that you reached out to them. So yeah. Obviously, I will still be a bit like paise to find my friends. Like, I don't know, because... The fact is, I don't want to disturb someone if they're busy. So I will check with them. Um, I'll say very honestly, like, uh, I need to talk about, like, something that's been affecting me. Do you have a moment right now? Then uh, usually they'll be very honest. Like, if they're busy, then they will be working on their stuff. Like. Um, if they're not, then, yeah, that's how I approach them. What if your best friend has no time? Mm, they will, like, it doesn't have to be right now. It can be, you know, later at night or like, the next day. But I think if there's if there's someone who really cares for you, they will make time for you. Okay, so I'm going. We are going to play something. Okay, so we're going to end off the podcast with a game that a lot of people know called "We Are Not Really Strangers." So actually, on the left of Joel, <laughs> we have a deck of cards. Um, level two connection. Yes. So I'd like you to. Pick a card from the deck. You can shuffle if you want. You know, I've already like played this game multiple times, so I know all the cards already. Okay, la. <laughs> means, means pro already. I mean, like, uh, this was a trend last year. Was it? Yeah, like, they would put this deck in the lounge, then people were like, oh, you know. Okay. Okay, Joel has picked a card. Please read out to us. Are you lying to yourself about anything? I think I'm lying to myself that I'm satisfied with my life right now. Because uh, while it might seem like, oh, my life's going well, like, oh, I have internship, and I'm doing this, this thing in computing, and like, oh, my modules are going well, or whatever. But in reality, these things don't really matter to me. Uh, what matters more to me is like, making sure that, you know, I'm enjoying life every day. And I'm not sure what this is going to look like when I leave CAP, because my last two years have been CAP, you know. And while I say, I talk so much about, you know, not getting lost in CAP life and, you know, doing things that are important to me. But I've been guilty of these, like, things that I, the very things that I mentioned just now. And, yeah, I am not sure how I'm going to cope in the future. But, uh, like, internships and whatever, like, the hustle life is not something that I enjoy, even though I tell myself that, you know, these are my achievements, but are they important to me? No, only to a certain extent. So what is important to you now? You mentioned your daily happiness, right? Yeah. Two things are important to me. One is the people. People are very important to me. And also, just being happy is what I prioritise. Yeah. So I'm just gonna like, I will just do whatever the hell I want, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Free-spirited, like Correct. a bird. Yeah. And not be tied down by like this uh, stupid system. 
in Singapore. Yeah, I can really like the hustle culture. Um, I'm like as a year one right now. I'm not very sure. Um, how do I fit myself into the culture? Like, um, there's people are talking about internships. My seniors are talking about oh, uh, you need to go to this place for exchange. Um, you know things like that. And I do find that oh, where is my purpose? You know, how do I keep myself happy right now? Um. I try to lead every day um, happily, even though you know the occasional mental breakdown or two. Um, but yes, I think don't try to get lost in the system. Yeah, there's something that I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out still. <laughs> yeah, I think I think both of us have the same outlook on life actually, and we have the same spirit. So yeah, lor, truly besties. Huh? Oh, <laughs> guys, you hear that? I got confirmation. I, we have you on tape, sweetie. We have you on tape. Is that a compliment that you always wish you receive? Man, is hitting me hard in the feels. <laughs> yes, definitely. I, I want to, to understand people more. You know, most of my best friendships are unexpected. You never know who is the next person that you fall in love with. Not, not with in a romantic way, but with their life story, you know? Yeah. yeah. So yes, that is... That is the compliment that I would love to get, which is to for somebody to say, oh my gosh, bestie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. yes. So, as you're ending this podcast, is there something that you would like to share with anybody that is listening in right now? To summarize, like some IEM summary or whatever. <laughs> we are, we talked about like loneliness and vulnerability, right? So, uh, for loneliness... It's okay if you feel lonely, you can't, because everyone has struggled with this. And even I struggle with this a lot, like to this day. So if you're feeling lonely, you are not alone. Ooh, right? that tagline. Yeah. Yes, and, yes, love it. And on that note, if that's bothering you, and if there are other things that are bothering you as well, um, don't be afraid to reach out to the people you trust, because uh, you are not a burden to them. And they will be happy to hear and to help. Take my word for this. I was previously resistant to like asking people for help, but I've come to realize that you know that's unhealthy for yourself and people wouldn't want that, want to see that happening to you as well. So don't be afraid to reach out. And lastly, just do things that make you happy. And I know a bit cliche that people always say like, oh, you should self-care, you know, but it's true. Self-care is just a form of making sure that you are enjoying the things you do and you don't get lost in the hustle every day. So I think these are the three things that, you know, I've, my, actually my three biggest takeaways from CAP. So I saved you two years, you know, you don't have to <laughs> go through CAP to learn this. He but, gave us summary 101 in CAP. Yeah. So, yeah. And I hope you guys have a good CAP life. So remember that you are not alone and you're doing very well. And that is all from the Youth Are Not Alone team. See you.